it's spoiler in time, folks. This is the companion show to Cord Killers. On Cord Killers, we talk about how to watch things. On spoiler in time, we talk about the things we have watched. This week, we're talking about Miami Vice, season four, episode 19, Blood and Roses, with special guest Stanley Tucci, Justified, City Primeval, season one, episode six, and Good Omens, season two, episode four. I'm Tom Merritt. That man right there, my friends, you've missed him. You love him. It's Brian Brushwood. I was about to say, I, I, I wonder if anybody still recognizes me at this point. It's been a minute. Oh, it's so good to have you back to talk spoiler. And, and Nime is sticking around to talk good omens with us. Welcome back, Nime. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I didn't recognize Brian without the spikes. <laughs> it's been a minute. Don't, don't you tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> He'll do it. All right. Let's talk about Good Omens season two, episode four. Uh, it's a flashback episode. We're we're uh, we start with the bombing of I don't know, is it St. Paul's Cathedral? It's it's something. Some they're meeting somewhere that they know is going to get bombed, and it will stop the three Nazis from getting the secret. Uh, and the bomb lands, and uh, our heroes think everything is fine. But it turns out that those three people show up in hell and get sent back as zombies to try to track down Crowley because they they mention Crowley's name and they're like, Crowley, he, he shouldn't be cooperating with an angel. Uh, and then there's a great bit with a magic shop. Uh, Brian, I'm so glad that you're back on the show to want to talk about that one. Yeah. I, I, uh, before I share my thoughts, I would love to hear from, from uh, both everybody who is not me. Okay. Let's start with Naim. Are you Brian? I'm not Brian. Okay, yeah. then you can go. Go ahead. Okay. What, what you... um, well, so yeah, so I I enjoyed it. It took me a minute to to remember because I you know I watched I hadn't rewatched the first season since it aired, so I, I watched it when it was on, and then I was watching this season, just sort of binging it through. It took me like maybe five ten minutes in to remember. Oh right, all of these characters were in an episode in the previous season, like the last season's like full flashback episode. So it was it was. Kind of, I honestly, I didn't really remember until I recognized Mark Gatiss. And I was like, oh, that's right. Mark Gatiss was in the previous season. Um, you know, it was it was an enjoyable episode. I I had fun with it. It was one of those like, you know, it's just kind of a character episode. There's not really a whole ton of story except for at the beginning and the end, which is kind of the reverse of what the rest of the season had done so far, which is like, hey, we have a little bit of a flashback. And then you go back into the main story where this is like a, Hey, let's have a little bit of a present. And then here's a whole story that that happened that you never saw. So it was, it was, you know, kind of fun and kind of cool. And, and this season very much has been about Crowley and Aziraphale's relationship. So having an episode of a past, a uh, part of their relationship and, you know, having a full like 40 minutes of it or whatever was, was kind of neat. Uh, I, 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 Tom. I enjoyed this as a bottle episode. Uh, I imagine there are a couple of nice little Easter eggs in here that will prove fruitful in, in episodes to come. Uh, I, unlike Brian, am not burdened with undue knowledge of the magic industry. Uh, so I got to just enjoy this as like, hey, guy does really hard thing, not very well, uh, but somehow skates through and it goes well and bullet caught in the teeth. Look at that. That's fun. Uh, so I mostly enjoyed it. Uh, but but it was it was probably 
and this is what Brian always says. Every episode of Good Omens is good. There probably has to be a least enjoyable episode. Probably my least favorite, but only in the sense that it wasn't really moving the story uh, forward. Bryce, what about you? I, I it this 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 the episode this week or this episode that we're talking about really solidified my complaints from the past two weeks, which has been doing this whole flashback, really hammering on the flashback to the point where I, I am now recognizing that uh, the that's why some of these episode titles are incredibly long because they have to have the title of the mini episode that is in them. I hated that. I hated the way that this is structured as an episode. I did not like that we got two minutes of something happening and then like, the rest of the episode being this other great story. It's not like I don't think it's a great story. The writing is fantastic. The acting is great, but it, it like it, it ruins the framing of the episode to be, to say, we're going to spend about three minutes in the current time and not progress anything, anything. We found out that making it rain does not cause humans to fall in love. Right. True. Like, yeah, we did. It, Important. It, well, it, it's, it's so it's, frustrating. Especially in a, in a six episode season, you know, like mm. you kind of have economy of like only certain economy of time. It, it makes to... me understand why everyone is defending the season a little bit as like a bridge <laughs> season. Like, you know what? Uh, I, you know what? Maybe I would need to defend this too a little bit because I, I really have not liked the way that they've paced these flashbacks. Brian, uh, we have now all given our teases. So I, uh, I, I have been derelict in my duty and I have been absent for two weeks straight and which meant that um, my homework yesterday was to watch uh, three episodes in a row of, of this, this program. Um, and I, I made the call uh, and my 15 year old Josie, I was like, yeah, I don't know that you need to see anything from the first season. All you got to know is, you know, one's an angel, one's a demon. The angel is a little bit, you know, bends the rules. The demon, a little bit, you know, doesn't like being the bad guy. So so um, uh, I have to give full context. I know you guys have already discussed it, but I thought the Job episode was very clever, very good. Um, and and uh, I, I, when we got to this episode... I, I should be on rails all the way bought in, especially since, you know, quite literally a magic act is one of the things that happens in World's Greatest Con season one during the Nazi bombing of, mm -hmm. of, of Britain. Um, not going to lie, it, uh, uh, it felt very Neil Gaiman, where he... Uh, is understandable given his position on the show. As Neil Gaiman. Yeah. N Neil Gaiman, when he's at his best, he surprises me. But when I get vexed, it's when he patiently explains to me things that I am absolutely more of an expert in than he is. Mm -hmm. And I got a little bit of that in this episode quick question just about the magic stuff or beyond that um uh, the magic stuff definitely felt kind of weird i i'm not like a revealing sort of guy but it's kind of screwed up that they gave the mat the bullet the, the the bullet catch trick 
I like they, I, uh, as they, I assume they, they, they gave away magic shots one... don't generally sell you the rifle along with the bolt. <laughs> they, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, 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 if you're in this far, we could speak plainly. Uh, they, they gave away one of many aspects to the bullet catch trick. A good bullet catch trick would not just rely on, you know, aim one way, but shoot another. Um, uh, a good bullet catch would also involve the, as we saw in the prestige, a swapping out of a real load for a wax load, uh, or, or as you probably wouldn't have a visible gunshot, uh, yeah. aiming at like five c common people, like, so well, and, many, and, and like plus, really plus, plus also, if you're going to do that, then, then, then own the fact that you bought like a bootleg version of it. Don't act like, and now you know how the bullet catch is done. Although I will tip my hat to the fact that he called out Chung Ling Su, uh, somebody who was of British origin, who lived his life as though he was Chinese, just because that was the fashion of the time uh, to, uh, I, I, it's, it's, it's tough because there are parts I really wanted to cheer for. Um, uh, but, but ultimately the pacing just kind of slayed me. Uh, it was so slow. This definitely feels like an episode where if I was re-watching the season, I might just skip over this one. Yes. Yes. Because I don't even think the flashback, like in previous episodes, told us like something about this, about the mystery of why we're here. Like at least in the yeah, previous right. episodes, like it took place in the bar or it set up, you know, the name of that bar. Um, this just kind of, I, at least I haven't, I didn't notice if it tied back into the, well, it, it had, it had, you know, um, and I forget the name of the, the demon who took Crowley's job, but like her sending the guy up and them trying to catch Crowley. So like it has a little bit of the shacks. Yeah. It has a little bit of that, like mm -hmm. sort of tie into the story. Um, but not a ton, I you know? I, yeah, I, but I, I think you're right, because uh, this is the first Good Omens that I found myself drifting versus just being captivated. Uh, which on paper, at a this, point, this should have been my favorite one. Yeah, I, I watched it at a point where I'm like, oh, I just want to be captivated right now. I just need a break. And Good Omens does that and subsumes me. And then I found myself thinking about other things, which I didn't in the first three episodes of this season. Um, and, and you're right, Brian, on paper, there's nothing different about this particular episode. So I, I do put that down to the pacing. Uh, I, I will say that uh, John Hamm is a national treasure and I'm so glad that he's finally entered the phase where he's comfortable doing comedy because he's very, very funny. Like he's is he, so- He's I'll, not in this episode. It is a, I believe, and it is a detraction from this episode. Well, and, 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 and it's a huge bummer. Yeah, uh, keep in mind, I watched all all three episodes at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, but, but, yeah. but him alphabetizing the books by whatever the first letter is. First letter of the of the first sentence. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I, it's funny, actually. I, I was talking to a friend about John Hamm a couple weeks ago, and he was like, what do people know John, like, aside from Mad Men, what would be the other thing you know John Hamm from? And I actually, I, I, like, I ran a little survey on Twitter and got a ton of different answers. Uh, okay, um, okay. Uh, how many of them involved a huge and dong? Uh, two. Okay. Yeah, two, two out of about 45. So that was actually, surprisingly, Brian, the answer is a couple. <laughs> Uh, look, it, it, it's fine. I just don't know what we 
got this episode. And it's such a bummer because I wanted to sing the praises of the previous two episodes that we watched before because I absolutely love this, uh, like a good philosophy class, it constantly is asking you, okay, well, what about this? Is this the moral thing? And then, mm -hmm. and, and both sides are, 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 are kind of cracking at the edges. Uh, and again, I know you already discussed it, but I thought the Job episode was excellent. This one, I was hoping for more, uh, did, didn't get what I wanted. It, it feels a little bit like sometimes shows will do this where it's like, hey, you know, we have all the episodes are set up and we're about to have the conclusion. Here's like a middle episode, you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, which is, you know, not necessarily a thing they should or shouldn't do whatever, but like, it kind of feels like that of like a, all right, we know the big stuff's about to happen. And it kind of at the end of, at the end of this episode is, is where um, she's getting the armies together. Right. Um, yeah. She's like ordered to, to do the plan that she, so, so it's sort of like, yeah. okay, at the end of this episode is, hey, the, the big stuff is about to happen. So we gave you a, a kind of a bridge episode between the stuff that happened and now the big stuff's going to happen. Uh, Whether that's a good... All, all of that. Felt, 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 bridge episodes like can be good. They can be great yeah. sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah. right. In, in this case, not as much. It's, it, you know, it is, it is the, the, right, like like Brian said, the, the least good episode. Yeah. Oh, right. enjoyable. I mean, this Folks, obviously enjoyable moments, you know, because I mean, any time that, that um, any time that, that Aziraphale and Crowley are on screen together is like it's always magic, you know. Those like those two guys. Well, it, it also like uh, um, when we're all the way up to current time, we seem to have established a an agreed upon coding of their relationship, which means you you can't go back and manufacture tension anymore. And that's what they tried to do in this episode. Sure. It, it felt like to me. Any last thoughts on Good Omens season two, episode four? Uh, uh, oh, you sound you sound broken nine? up. <laughs> I want to. No, I. I, I uh, it felt Brian, weird. I, he's, I, one of the, it, he's one of the zombies from the episode. I, I did not yeah, like yeah, this clearly. episode. Like I don't. I, like I think it like it the way they handled the flashback like made me not like this episode that I otherwise would have liked. Yeah. All right. I, I, uh, so you don't need to don't feel bad. <laughs> like you can. I mean, I, I I want them to win, but yeah. Well, we got hey, two Listen, more you can, can have a bad run. episode in a great season of television. It happens. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay to not can, like a thing have... and like the rest of it. You can have a horrible season, but still have an all-star first baseman and third baseman. Like it's just, right. you know, it can happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You just take pleasure in the parts that are good. Just take pleasure Brian, in, you, you in the three and four spots in the lineup and, and occasionally, you know, maybe sometimes some of the other. Like, large yeah, sometimes when you have a pitch hitter of a show and <laughs> the RBI yeah. of it all. <laughs> Wins above replacement. Uh, hey. <laughs> Naim Siddiqui, thank you so much uh, for chatting about Good Omens with us. Uh, remind folks where they can find your good stuff. Yeah, www.iamkuhan.com is uh, where all the links to all of my stuff is. And right now, uh, you know, uh, uh, Tom teed me up to talk about Rain Delay Radio, which is my baseball podcast that I do with some friends where we talk about baseball and all of the going on around the league and, and such. So if you're a baseball fan, Rain Delay Radio is, is where you want to go. And that is our discussion of Good Omens Season 2, Episode 4. Thanks, man. Thank that you. episode was so bad. <laughs> Thank you, He's not. so angry about that episode of Good Omens. 
He's, he somehow right. slammed the Skype call close. How did he manage yeah. it? <laughs> amazing. Weird. Yeah. Should, I doesn't even have a, doesn't even have a physical phone.